This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Glory to God. Let's read God's Word together this morning. Remember that we are going to spend a bit of time praying, maybe towards the end of the message, but I just want us to read... um, First of all, let's read Genesis chapter 8, where it all started. Genesis 8, 22, um, verse 22. Oh, let's start from 21. Let's read together. One, two, go. Everybody, go. Lord said in his heart. We are going to read verse 22, but wait. Noah offered a sacrifice. And the Lord said in his heart. How did they know what God said in his heart? What you think in your heart before God is as strong as what to say with your mouth. Hallelujah. What you think in your heart in the presence of the Lord is as strong as what will say with your mouth. Thoughts are not a kind of immaterial thing in the realm of the spirit. Thoughts are tangible in spirit realm. So it's important that you pay attention to what is going on inside you. Your thoughts can pollute you. Your thoughts can give you victory. In the spirit realm, thoughts are open. They are like conversation. They are like communication. They are like words that you are speaking. So the Bible says, God said in his earth. Noah did something on earth, and then God said something in his earth over there. That means there are steps that man can take, and they will make God say something in his heart over there. Say amen to that. Amen. We better begin to take steps that will make God say something positive. When he saw the sacrifice of Jesus, he said something. And then every time we worship, every time we make some moves, there are still things that we get God to say in his heart. Even though his thoughts, I will say that second service, are captured in his words. But then, God said that I will not again cross the ground anymore for man's sake. A man made him to make these statements. Wow. So you can make God to say some things about your family. Now the Bible says, for the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. God does not like evil imagination. Genesis 6, 4, the same problem. He grieved God because man was always meditating on evil. Now the Bible says, there were giants and their children, and they say were mighty men of the face of the earth. That's uh, Genesis 6, 4. Go to verse 5. And God saw the wickedness of man that was great, and the every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. Wrong thoughts can come, but don't let it become an imagination. But that's not our direction today. Go back to uh, that Genesis 8. So verse 22, God said something 
very powerful. Why the art remains? Let's read the rest together. This is a sovereign declaration of the Almighty. That why the art remains, as long as we live in this world, you are going to live in seasons. Your life, we have seasons. Ah. <laughs> the last one. Ecclesiastes chapter 3. Before we take our seats, we'll soon sit down. A little exercise. Ecclesiastes 3, verse 1. To everything there is what? A and a time to every purpose under heaven. God bless you. you. Can have your seat. No matter how beautiful the purpose is, no matter how wonderful the thing is, if the timing is wrong, the thing will be wrong. The Bible says to everything. One. Number two, to every purpose. Every purpose. Under heaven, there is a season. There is nothing that fits all seasons. And then, <laughs> if you read Ecclesiastes chapter 8, verse 6 precisely. See, this is why it's not a long message. It's going to be wonderful this evening. Yeah. By the way, are you ready for the evening session? Yes, sir. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because to, again, this is what the Bible is saying. Because to every purpose, there is time and judgment. Therefore, the mystery of man is great upon him. The reason... <laughs> Why man is always having problem is because every purpose there is time and judgment. There are things you say at certain times they are right, at other times they are right. This makes a world. There can be a temperament like a go getter, a very aggressive person who pursues goal. But there are other times that that temperament, it can help you achieve a lot. But somewhere in your life, along the line, that same temperament can be a problem. When the person becomes ambitious and that ambition tricks him out. I get what I'm saying. Somebody can be quiet and it can be a blessing that she's a person of peace. But there might be moments in her life when she needs to rise and make things happen. If she doesn't, that same temperament of being peaceful that was a blessing a while ago will now be a problem. Because to every purpose, that's what the Bible says. When God made the hearts, he decided to let everything be seasonal. And there is something to do in every season you will be able to live a great life when you understand first of all the season that you are in there can be two friends 
Even there can be twin sisters and they will not always be in the same season. Hallelujah. Remember, there was a time I went a bit along this line. While we're talking about a particular topic, so somebody is employed and is happy. So they have told him, we are paying you 500000 and he's so happy, she's so happy. Then three months on the job, she's sad. Why she's sad is because there is somebody in the office that is her colleague that the boss is paying 1.2. You see, <laughs> what is going on in other people's life can make you lose your joy, even though nothing is wrong with you. If you are always considering other people, what you don't know is that that other person might be in our own harvest season while you are in your planting season. So the boss goes round and he buys first class tickets, which is about eight million, nine million now in some airlines. Some airlines up to 13 million. And then you are angry. Even though you share testimony when they gave you that job, there is no problem with the job. The problem is that you have forgotten your season. That you, are, you have been brought in right now. What is going on in your life right now is that it's a season of growing and development. It is not a season of enjoyment yet. But as you consider other people, you lose your joy, you lose your peace because you fail. Can you get what I'm saying? Yes, this is the number one reason why people complain. Take for instance, someone might have been sowing one way or the other. She comes to this church. I use choir a lot because I spend a lot of time with that. When they are doing Riyazah, I'm in the office every Saturday. So somebody comes in, she joins the church, and the leadership of the choir, they just pull her up to start leading songs. And then somebody is angry about her being here for a long time. Now, you don't understand what has happened to that person before coming here. It might have just been that God has decided that the time to favor her has come. And your own time might be September next year. Can I hear amen? Amen. Once you enter someone else's season, you are in trouble. You know, one, one day, I don't know whether it was, which player that did, did a drug bar so that said that in those days, they would sit on the floor, manage to enter a hall to watch Rashidi Ekini play football. But Rashidi Ekini, till he died, did not have one-tenth of Drogba's money. A time came that Drogba, even though before, they would be watching that, wow, wow, this person, because the way life is, seed, time, and harvest. Number one, no worries forever. And number two, you have your time. Is somebody with me? Yes, sir. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. When we understand this, you will be able, number one, your joy level will increase. Number two, you'll be able to cooperate with God to enjoy the goodness of God. Now, this is morning time here. This is about 10 after 8. 
in America, in some places in America, we are six hours ahead of some places in America. Some other places we are five hours ahead of them. Why maybe like Texas, seven hours ahead of them. They are also going to wake up later. And there are nations that are ahead of Nigeria also. So when we say Happy New Year 34, we all don't say it at the same time. But it will go around everybody. That is the beauty of life. So the fact that we are saying Happy New Year, when we say Happy New Year December 31st this year, America will be 6 p.m. They will still be in 31st. But if they understand their timing and their patience, their own Happy New Year also will come. Though we are many, your grace is reaching us. I don't want to fully go into the message, but we are going to look at seasons of life. But this is just the introduction. But see, I want us to, to pray. The Bible says, a man that is in honor and does not know it, like a beast that perish. That's Psalm 49, verse 20. A man that is in honor that does it's like a beast that perish. Something happened in the Bible. Because when your time comes, also there is a possibility of not knowing it. I will explain some things. The mystery behind life is ability by the spirit to understand what is going on. <laughs> a lot of people have said that Solomon prayed for wisdom. Solomon did not ask God for wisdom in a way that you think he has. Solomon only asked God for to show him the difference between good and evil. That's a powerful prayer. Where did Solomon pray in the Bible? He prayed in 1 Kings chapter 3. Yeah. Let's read this prayer. You know, there are things that people say and they have not taken time to study. They just say it. That Solomon prayed for wisdom. God give me wisdom. Well, what he prayed for meant wisdom. But not directly, even to some other, the story is in about two places, here and then I think Second, Second Chronicles or whatever, Second Kings. But Second Chronicles also. But I want us to read this version. First uh, King, chapter 3. Now go down to where he prayed. Are you with me? Because whatever is in the Bible, you have to read it yourself. For instance, when I was second school, I acted as one of the three wise men. Who came to see Jesus. Only that there's no way in the Bible that said there were three wise men. The Bible didn't say their number. I just shocked somebody now. But I've been saying that for years in church. We don't know how many wise men. The Bible didn't tell there could have been 20. Because they gave three gifts. So people said three wise men. The Bible said wise men from the east, but the Bible did not put the number. I imagine somebody in his house is searching the Bible. That is wrong. It's wrong. I will apologize if you show me where the Bible said there are three of them. There's no mention of the number. People just assume. Hallelujah. So here also, Solomon said, Thou hast showed thy servant, David, great mercy according to his word before thee in truth and in righteousness. David walk in truth and in righteousness. Please, get where is this message? Purity of heart is an expensive product in the realm of the spirits. When you have it, attracts God. 
In the beatitude, that's what the Bible says, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. That pure in heart is not common because of what we read before. Imaginations of man are always wicked. Ulterior motive, hidden agenda and everything. When God sees a plain person, a plain person, a pure heart, ah, he... One pastor was talking about somebody very anointed. I don't want to mention his name. Heavily anointed. Then he fell into sin of adultery. And the ministry was scattering. And somebody told him that you need a man of God. He might not even be up to 20 in his church. He said there are some babas. They have worked with God all their life in a pure heart. That they are the only ones that can pray for you. And your problem will disappear. You have messed up the name of Jesus beyond. But when there are men that when they get involved, God will have no choice. Because their heart is pure. Psalm 15, a pure heart, a pure heart. Yeah, I think I spoke about that on Wednesday. Yes, the Bible says that every good and perfect gift is from above, from the Father of light, in whom there is no variableness, no shadow of turning. God is plain, no variableness. This is one of the attributes of God that saints must look for. No no variableness, no. He is plain. That's why the Bible says God is light. In him there is no darkness at all. And when they appear to Ezekiel, Ezekiel 1 and 2, he said the four living creatures, wherever they set their faces, that was where they were going. They never turned. Because in him there is no shadow of turning. Straight. People that are like that, they can be wrong at times. God honors them. They are sincere to a to the, they are sincere. And I showed them a way. That's the difference between Saul and David. Maybe we can do this way. It was wonderful. Way. That's the difference between Saul and David. Saul, um, he went to Greece somewhere. Hello, sir. I have done the commands of the Lord. <laughs> and one of the sheep that he took decided to expose him. When he said that, somebody just said, Man. Somebody said, No, what did I just hear now? He said, We brought it to sacrifice to the Lord your God. And then Agag was standing. The king of the nation he was told to complete and it was standing. And Saul was still arguing with Samuel. But I've done what the Lord said. And the people now said, and you know, even in church, when I see the attitude, they will just keep quiet. They want to win the argument, even though they know they are wrong. But they, 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 they are, their ego is at stake. They find it difficult to say sorry. I always pray for women, never to marry that kind. May God spare you from that kind of, that, that kind of man. But there are women like that also. Yeah. It's why people don't confess anymore in the church when they are wrong. I say confess your fault once and no, no, no. They they will defend that stand. No, it's not like that. You know, I, I know what I'm saying. I'm not saying that I'm, uh, I'm not saying that I'm totally right, but I'm also saying that if you are wrong, shut up and say you are wrong. You don't need to build a ground for it and be like some people feel like they are naked when they have to open up or own up to something. But we shall all stand at the judgment seat of Christ. Where all things will be made open. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Are you, are you with me? 
But when Nathan told David, he first was parable, and David said, that man must die. He took someone's sheep, and Nathan said, oh, God, you are the one. The next statement, even if we are almighty God, it will, attack, it, will, it will touch your heart also. From the king that was saying, I'm going to kill the man who did this, and Nathan said, sorry, sir, you are the man. And he just said, I have sinned. That was the next thing that came out of David's mouth. I am sorry. He broke down right there. And like I told you on Wednesday, in the prophetic, David was higher than Nathan. Nathan didn't write any psalm that we are using. Now we are still using David's psalm till today. He was the one that was a king and was a prophet. Could I told Nathan, sorry, 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 sorry. Wait, 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 don't, don't, don't come and don't judge me. Don't say this. But David broke down before this person. And in Psalm 51, he said, a broken heart and a contrite spirit you will not despise. When God finds it, when this thing is in our homes, in our homes, they broken heart, contrite spirit. When you are wrong, you are wrong. You acknowledge whether you are the man, head of the family or foot of the family. Do you know there are people that would rather die than to apologize? I met a few people like that. They can die than to say sorry. If you say, if you put sorry, say sorry down, and you put God down, they will pick the God. They, they can't say sorry. And I watch at times a girl is dating somebody who is tilting towards that. In the relationship, you're always the one apologizing. I feel sorry for you. And you are not breaking up. You are wrong. You are you, 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 always the one that is wrong. That is always sorry. Then he does something wrong. He shouts out. He even hits you. Then you make excuse for him. Maybe I provoke him. You are, let me know. <laughs> that must have been that you are battling inferiority complex. You need help. If you make excuse for a bully, you empower him. And he will never stop. Let's stop here. The rest will come in the evening. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you, are you with me? Oh, God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I want us to pray. Let me read the scripture. Luke 19, verse 42. This is why we must always pray. Remember seasons, seasons. Let's start from verse 41. This is a very touching story. When he was come near, he beheld the city and wept over it. This is Jesus. Next verse. Saying, If thou hast known, even thou, that's like deliberately pointed to somebody, which is you and I. The Bible says, if thou hast known. The thou I'm talking about, even thou. In this thy day. There is a day called your day. The things which belong to thy peace. But now they are hid from thy eyes. Ah. Next verse. Imagine Jesus crying. The agony that he felt. He said, for the days shall come upon thee, that thy enemy shall cast a trench about thee, and compass thee round about, and keep thee on every side. Verse 44. They shall lay thee even to the ground, and thy children within thee. They shall not leave thee one stone upon another. Upon and he gave the reason again. 
what it started with because thou knowest not the time of thy visitation our lord in your mercy help me know the timetable that you shared for me when visitation is missed tragedy follows jesus looked at that city and he began to cry how many times do people pray for promotion and God organizes a meeting for their promotion and they are not in that meeting. He came unto his own and his own rejected him. This happened in this city again. Many times when people pray, God begins to walk answers. And you can walk away from the answer, walk past the answer and never recognize it. This is why we must always pray. Imagine as if Jesus was helpless about their situation, he began to cry. Because before then, he stretched his hand towards them. They wouldn't recognize him. And he broke down. They started crying. He said, what I'm seeing about these people, the enemies will surround them and waste them. He said, because the time, he said, if only you can know. The things that belong to your peace. For everybody on the face of the earth, going through any situation, there are things that belong to thy peace. But many times they are kept away from people. There are things belonging to thy peace. It is not every meeting that will be a blessing to you, but there is certainly a meeting organized for you. How then do we know? You will agree with me. It's not every prayer you have prayed in your room that you had an encounter with God or something happened from the prayer. Okay, the one that brought, I, 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 I do not believe that the day Anna prayed and Eli saw and told her that, why are you praying? That wasn't the first time Anna prayed. It's not possible for a woman to be buried for 20 years and then the only time you are praying is just that day. She must have prayed. So what made that day different? What is that day that you shall offer a prayer and it shall ascend fast? What if you don't pray that day? What about if Anna was busy that day fighting Penina back and she never prayed? If she carried the food and slammed it on her face, stop insulting me, stop calling bad and she, she might win the fight, punch Penina very well. But that will still give her a child. There are battles that people win, but there's no trophy. The one that they need to win, they don't win. They use their energy to fight some other ones. In the wickedness of the enemy, it gets people preoccupied in a battle that does not lead to any victory. And they're engaged. So Jesus said this, that if you have known, he said the things that are made for your peace. Dear Lord Jesus, what is it that made for my peace? Anytime I think about relationship, every kind of man that a woman desires, they are somewhere. If God does not help you, you will not go to where they are. You go to where the one that is like a beast. Every kind of woman that a man wants, she's somewhere. She might come in 30 minutes after you have left. Why did you leave? This is why the only thing you can do about this is just to pray. You got times and seasons in you. Even though life is seasonal, all the seasons are in the Father's hand. And He makes everything beautiful in His time. That's what His word says. There are people you talk to in the morning, they will say no, but in the evening, they will say yes. It is the right time. Right time. You know, it happens, and I wonder, I wonder, I wonder. I was telling uh, Pastor Joshua, when I was during the week, 
that somebody just called and I saw I used to know her before, and then she told me a lot of pathetic story. And you know, as she was talking, I just okay, bring out your phone, call your phone account number, and I gave her two hundred thousand. When she left, I told them that I felt I shouldn't have done that. Then long and short of it, you know, somebody, uh, somebody found, actually my wife found out, some other people actually now said that this one gave her a family, this one gave her, she's not a member of this one, she's not, just, and I said, Chai, I said, I said, the 200 is not my problem. By the grace of give more than that. I said, but I just felt, because after she left, somebody now called me with a more genuine need, and I told the person, well, I have a cutter, I don't go beyond every week, so I can't do anything again. And I felt bad. I should have been this person. But why did the person come for call first? Because it's not every time that the Holy Spirit speaks to you directly. I just felt this time that maybe I should wait. But I saw the way she was so I transferred. But when I found that she had collected money from different people, I felt bad I could have just given this other person. Yeah. Everyone saying no to you, they are saying yes to some other people. Lift up your hands on your seat and just begin to pray in the Spirit. Everybody. We need the mercy of God. We need the mercy of God. Ah, in the name of Jesus, may I never miss any other opportunity that the Father brings my way. Somebody pray. Jesus, help me know the time of my visitation. If you organize anything for me, help me not to miss it. We can pray. That's part of the meeting this morning. Everybody. Ask God. What makes for my peace that I've been missing all this while? What is it? I feel like asking everybody to get up and pray like a soldier. We have three, four minutes more in this prayer. It's just one prayer. See, there are times to make requests, but there are times to cry. There are different types of prayer. When it comes to mercy, lift up your hand and lift up your voice and ask him. Let the King of Mercy show mercy. Anything that is hid from my eyes, anything, anything that is on my peace, I am laboring. I am, but but you, you, you there is something that is veiled away from me. But this morning, I pray. Whatever you see that makes you weep about my life, Jesus, 
what have you been trying to show me that I'm not seeing? That I'm beating around the bush, which area of my life? This morning, I come to you on the ground of mercy. In your mercy, open my eyes. Somebody pray. I need a song. Somebody pray. Sing about his mercy. Susa para machato cobos. Lo chato cobos. Shukalabarabas. Lo chato cobos what i did not enter into all this year before the end of this year jesus zusa pratiske bosalamanda you have shown me mercy. sensing very strongly there are some men that are listening to me probably you're also watching online immediately after this service you need to leave your father's house yeah as long as you are in that place nothing will happen this is a direct remark for somebody you need to leave your father's house you will never experience any face any other face, any lifting, if you are in that place, get out of that place. This is not for everybody, but the person I'm talking, you will know in your spirit that it's you. Get out of that place. There's a way the Bible said, I come out of your father's house. God demanded that from almost everybody in the Bible, in the old, old covenants. There's a reason. We are not accusing your parents of anything, no. The people that God asked them to live in the Bible were not into anything, just said, Leave. And everyone that left, everyone that left. Esau stayed at home. Jacob traveled. 
who became the greater one. Twelve sons, others stay at home. Joseph left. They came to bow to him in Egypt. You'll find that pattern diversely. God told Abraham, leave your father's house. Leave, leave, leave. Yeah. Samuel left. The rest were at home. It was in the temple. It's not adultery, it's not for everybody, please. But certainly I'm talking to some people. Lift up your hands and just worship him. If you have prayed from your heart, light will be sent to your parts. It will direct you. You don't know what this prayer we are praying will do for all of us. That's why we are all in this service together. God ordered our step that we might pray along this line. Jesus, we give you praise. Blessed be your name. Zusa talabanda labayash. Zushaka dibakarito kosele mandalabos. Balabas. Solemnly, just, just worship him. God is doing something evil right now. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed be your name, Lord. We give you praise. We thank you. Hallelujah to your name. We give you praise. In Jesus' name. Someone bless this morning. Put your hands together. Give God praise. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ. Just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.